Good morning, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning, Liberty Lake. Uh, uh, thrilled to be able to take a week off. Um, appreciate Gary and Alan picking up the text last week. I was a little disappointed. Today, but it's okay. It'll be all right. Yeah. And uh, had a great, great time of study and preparation this week. Uh, Steve Means is joining me. He's one. Of him up here on stage with us, and it's just a great privilege to have him joining us this morning. A couple of key announcements. Just want to make you aware of. Uh, youth group is tonight, Sunday nights, from five thirty to six thirty. You find that on Zoom. You can contact Travis Burks uh, through either the web page. Uh, or you can go online and find that information on how to get connected with him uh, and to get onto Zoom tonight. Uh, Monday, Monday through Thursday, there's a 10 o'clock, we call it Coffee with Shane, um, where we just get in and study the Bible together. You can join me there. Personal one. And then the last is Wednesday. us now, and we will continue in the book of James as we're wrestling through uh, that text and just asking God what he would have us to do, how he would have us to apply the text to our lives uh, in whatever day, whatever circumstances we find ourselves in. So um, God bless you guys. Thanks for joining us this morning. We're really excited to have you here. Um, I'm going to open in prayer and then turn it over to our music team this morning. God, we are can see what God, what you're doing uh, in our lives, sometimes afterwards, uh, and in the moments when we don't see what's happening, when we don't see a clear, um, a clear hand from you, we can trust you. Our own personal knowledge at the moment, but sometimes it's because we read of things in Scripture. But you are so faithful to take us through through uh, life circumstances to help us learn. Sovereign God that we can put all of our hope in. So God, this morning, as we with this idea of, of why the disciples are so amazing, uh, part of the kingdom of God. Help us to, to grapple with this in a way that honors you. Help us to speak only your words. And I pray, Lord, this morning that you would take all the glory and that you would do a supernatural work in connecting your body, even though we're not here in person, that you would do the work of connecting your body to one another. In your name, amen. But you're here. I just want to encourage you wherever you are to worship with us this morning.
one of us wherever we are thank you for just allowing we love you jesus and we just um ask this morning as um
Shane and Steve bring the word. God, we just ask that you just speak to each and every one of us. We love you, God. In your name we pray. Amen. Jesus do some of the stuff that they do. You are perfect in everything you do. Wow. Perfect doesn't feel really good like for me right now. I don't feel too perfect. No, no, not <laughs> at all. So, hey, as thanks again for joining us. Thank you, uh, Angie and boys. Thank you guys for being part of this this morning and, and, and picking that up. In a church where other people can actually take what a What a blessing hmm. that this body is and um, what a gift that they are. So, Steve, you and your bride. Uh, our bat, our home for a little while. Yep. So, just briefly tell everybody where you've been and and just love to. Uh, well, for the last thirteen years, we've been living in Latin America. Uh, we've been working with uh, mission agencies over in specifically Costa Rica, and now we're back for a while to see where he's going to send us next. And so, I'm really excited to be with the church family, but also because today, of all things. The scripture and, this, and the verses we're going with are verses that I've really more often. It's how do I fit into it? Because right now I'm having a hard time just plugging into a U.S. church. That's us, and I'm looking forward to what we're going to dig into. Well, I'm glad you're here. It's been a great week of wrestling with that stuff. Yep. Uh, you and I were actually talking about, and we're going we're gonna to try and do this today. We're imagining that we're in a truck driving down the road trying to talk to one another. So <laughs> talking with one another. <laughs> that's, <laughs> our, that's our goal. Okay. Um, so we want to jump into our text this morning. What Steve and I realized is we are wrestling through this text as we this day. Um, we just don't have time to even fit it into the rest of the day. So we yep. want to jump in and, and start grabbing a hold. So start turning in your bike in your Bibles to Mark uh, chapter 10. We're going to pick up in the story where Gary and Alan left off last week with a rich young ruler who, by all rights, was the rock star of their time. I Absolutely. mean, he had he even could say that from his childhood, he kept the law. The areas that Jesus references at that moment, and, and then Jesus turns to him and says, "There, go ahead and get rid of that other idol that you have." And he turns and walks away. And we're going to pick up with this morning, where they are exceedingly astonished. I love sometimes yeah. how the language gives by this. This is jaw dropping. This is like they're not even talking. Yeah. It's a Peter moment. We'll yeah. talk about that, too. That's exciting. So I've asked Steve, would you read that text for us and take yeah. us along back into that story? I'd love to. And, and as Shane said, please pick up your Bible, because there's something different when you pick up the Word of God and read it yourself versus just seeing it on a screen. So I'm going to give you a second to find Mark chapter 10, verse 26 through 31. And this is picking up from where we were last week. Okay, here we go, starting with verse 26. They were exceedingly astonished and said to him, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man it is impossible, but not with God. For all things are possible with God. Peter began to say to him, See, we've done 
We have left everything and followed you. And Jesus said, Truly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and that of the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses, brothers, and sisters, and mothers, and children, and lands with persecutions in the age to come, eternal life. But, but many are the first, oh, but many who are the first will be the last, and the last first. You know, as we were looking at that text this this uh, this week, the one of the first things that grabbed me was the, the comment that he made that, um, you know, the disciples are exceedingly astonished. They ask him the question, who can be saved? And instead of him saying, well, clearly you guys are. He, he gives them this this illustration of it's impossible for man, but not with God. It's this it's an out of this world thing that can't be done by man, but God can handle it. And as you and I were talking about that, uh, the story that popped up to my into my mind was Mary, because we right. see some of that same language used in her story. Um, in that, the passage is Luke chapter one, right? And the words are the same: impossibility. Young ruler and Mary. Let's see that. So turn with me, you guys, if you would, into Luke uh, thirty-eight. So this is Mary um, when the angel shows up, and this is Mary's response to the angel um, telling her that Jesus was going to be, she was going to be the mother of Jesus. And verse 34 of Luke chapter 1 says this, And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the, Holy Sp- of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth is in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Man, Mary's response is in in stark contrast to the rich young ruler. Mary said, I'm your servant. Let it be done to me as oh, you as yep. you said. Your will be done. Uh, but I, I love the picture of that, right? Because the it's impossible. And Mary gets it. She looks at it and she goes, how can this be? Yeah. The rich young ruler wanted to do something. He wanted to follow. Hey, what? Just tell me what commandment to do. Okay, good. We're done for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow, and that is one of the most misused parts of Scripture throughout the world. Um, you follow the rules, you follow the commandments, and you're going to get a good life. You're going to be blessed by God if you just do the right thing. If you do the right thing, yeah. And it wasn't it's truly Peter's? Yeah, we're 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 on the right track, Jesus. We left ev- we left everything. We left it all. And Peter was married and. So- with this group of guys and he left a business he had a family business he's a fisherman and he left his wife to follow jesus so of course he's in absolutely 
But Jesus didn't rebuke him. He did not. As I was going through the text that really grabbed me, is that this was out of line. Knock it off (laughs) and recorrect him. But you brought up something that I thought was very interesting. It was at this point that Jesus turns and looks at him. He, He draws his gaze on his disciples and typically what what we realize that means is that he's wanting their attention what what happens when... and we see this in two parts of the in this text we see it uh, right now when jesus looked at him and also when he first addressed the rich young ruler mm-hmm. and saying he looked at him with love i think it was verse yeah. 25 or it was right in there but so he's saying look Turn your paradigms upside down. I'm going to tell you something about your view. Part of what God's doing most of our lives to try and get our attention so that when we're reading his word, when we're engaged with one another, that we'd actually listen. I I remember is very... um, He's very narrow focused. He's very task oriented, mm-hmm. and he's the he's the single tasker the most I've ever seen. Okay. He, one thing at a time, and, and he was doing something else. And you would gently turn his face because it, so. it was a, take just a moment of actual eye to eye contact, saying, "Do are you listening? Are you listening?" And he would it would normally second or third time trying to get back to whatever he was doing, and then I could give him information. If I did not do spoken to him at all. And that's what Jesus is doing here. Right. See, so what's he going to say to us now? Well, he's looking. Okay, maybe not exactly. We're going to unpack that just a little bit. You know, the, the problem is, Steve, this is one because we define blessing oftentimes by with our own definition of blessing with our own definition of 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 getting or success and it normally has to do with us having more than what we started with and not experiencing any pain or that through if you said hey blessings are equated to um, riches or blessings are are equated to stability Paul was, he was trashed, he was whipped, he was wounded, he was stripped. Equation of blessings equal financial. God's economy. God's economy is receiving God's blessing. And only Americans are receiving God's blessing. Mm -hmm. And that's just plain not true. But it's so easy to fit into that um, in our, in our, culture today oh I got my new job god is blessing me because he's taking care of my every need i don't believe that's god's sure. blessing god gives all good things but i don't think that is his blessing yeah so what is his blessing jane we're gonna look at that good we're gonna actually look at that in the text because it's very interesting jesus's response to this right yep when when peter starts talking about all of the stuff that he's left Jesus goes in and he goes, you're right. Yep. Anybody that leaves all of these things and follows me is going to receive. First time that he's talked about this, we actually. 
cost of following Jesus in Luke chapter 14. We've got just a couple more verses here to read, like 52, <laughs> but we're only going to do like five or six of them. You got, you've got to see this, and I think we've read some of this before, probably. It feels like it's familiar ground. Um, Steve, would you read that, Luke uh, 14, 25 through 33? Perfect. So if we turn, chapter 14, starting with verse 25. Now great crowds accompanied him. And he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, desiring to build a tower, does not first sit down and count the cost? whether he has enough to complete it. Likewise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, this man began, began to build and was not able to finish. Mm-hmm. Or what king, going out to encounter another king in war, will not, first sit, will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, any of you, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has not, that he has no, does not renounce all that he has, cannot become my disciple. Yeah, that, that's a pretty soft statement yeah. that he's making right there. All? Renounce for your mother and your father, even your own life. I mean, Jesus is clearly that spot is because he does not use mother, father, children, all that stuff in this text of Mark. You know the disciples are reconnecting it back to some of this teaching. Families again. What is he doing here? And and that's the picture that he's painting in this. Chapter 8, um, 19 through 21. Write that down in your notes. You guys got to go and look at this. But he actually says his, his brother and his, his mother and his brothers were coming to pull him out of there. Yep. And what does he say? They're not my family. My family is here. My family are the people that are sitting at who do my will. The, yeah. Yeah. What a, what a picture. And, right. and we, would, we would wrestle with that even from, from our own, in our own culture, but in the Jewish culture, part of the law, yeah. um, you, would, you would think that this would probably be a very controversial problems. Yeah, with, with the people who use the word rock star, the guys who are the rock stars, they had all the worldly blessing that sat out in front of the gate. They're the ones who are blessed by God. Oh, no, they might not even make it in. Remember, big animal, small hole, they're not going to, you know, an eye of the needle, they're not going to, they might not even make it into heaven. What a paradigm shift. It had to be for the guys as they're they're looking at this context. And then Jesus starts using the, you will receive 
a hundredfold all of these things back by following me. The, the cost is going to be great. This blessing. But instead of, he, he didn't just do that, right? He added. He ad Actually means a dying. Because like, you know, Absolutely. like the, the parable of, of the sower and the seeds, the seed has to die. It has to go into dark and earth. You have to be alone. Uh, before it can bear this hundredfold fruit. And the hundredfold fruit is the same words he's using in, in, in here in this text. Yep, in absolutely, Mark. absolutely. So, um, and it's interesting, isn't it, that in the, in the segment of, um, of Christianity or in following Christ, in this transition that the disciples are... ...system of, of the law, which was works-based... Right. And sacrificial system, and there, and Jesus is taking them in based on grace and based on His payment on the cross. But the the requirement is for them to die with Him, and they can't they can't put their heads around how this King, how the coming Messiah, and that's exactly where Jesus is taking them in this text because we're going right back to the first will be last the last will be first right. he uses persecution in here he uses the illustration of the family um, and then he uses the illustration of the hundredfold which is that dying to yourself that you have to die turn with us there second corinthians 13 chapter 1 don't be like me. Don't go to 1 Corinthians. Look for 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. Oh, is that the one that I'm looking for? That may not be the one. The persecution one? It or, is the no, persecution one. John 12. Well, yeah, it's we're actually going to do a couple of them. I got because yeah. this, this one is the it's one of the suffering ones. We actually have multiple ones well, on you do suffering. That one, and I'll do the John one. Okay, I'll yeah, do that. I'm perfect. gonna do I'll do Second Corinthians because we're there. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and God of all comfort, who comforts us in our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction, with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's suffering, so through Christ we shall abundantly, uh, we share abundantly in comfort too. Uh, Paul is describing for the Christians that we are going to suffer, we're going to experience persecution for the sake of Christ, and God's going to use it so that we can actually be part of the comforting of other people, part of the body life of the church. And he's talking about these. We. The body of Christ, you and I, sitting on, on the sofa you know, next to each other, body. We're this gift that he says, in this time, that's what God's giving us. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not physical, um, uh, natural brothers and sisters, but it's brothers and sisters in Christ, brothers and sisters in the body. Well, you asked, the, you asked me that question earlier. What is, if, if we're really looking at the practical application of the physical blessing that he's talking about, the hundredfold. Because this given me a place to live. He's not doing all these things. He's given me a body of Christ, Christian hospitality, brothers and sisters. The aroma of Christ with each other. 
and that's that's kind of what he's he's, he's that's giving. why they put us in pews <laughs> i always wondered but but let's go back to in order to do this we have to die to get this so that's the hardest part of this right. probably could have written a whole nother doctrine around this it, the whole do, that whole doctrine of suffering yeah well that'd be the prosperity gospel right yeah yeah you do this and but there and and so I think we're going to find in the text part of the blessing. And that's why I think they're astonished and, and I get astonished and say, what is this body of Christ and what do I do to interact with it? And how does suffering fit into this? Because it's not just yippee skippy. There's suffering and pain every day. Yeah. You want to jump ahead to what John Chapter 12. I, I like that one if you want yeah, to go Yeah, 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 let's do that one. Okay. John chapter 12, verse 26. We might be out of sequence for our uh, IT group, but that's okay. There, guys. <laughs> that's kind of neat what they had, because we're a blessing. We okay, going. you ready? We're going to John chapter 12, verse 26, or 24 to 26. Truly, truly, I say to you, Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world Mm -hmm. will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. So, the reality is that if, if Jesus is really exercising this, this ministry philosophy that to follow him requires give up our life, to, to, to willingly surrender our life. All, like Mary, I'm yours. Absolutely. Right. You are the Lord. Right. I can't do it. But there's a second piece to this that, I mean, that's true. And that's hard enough as it is. I mean, yeah. I, I have a hard enough time with that. <laughs> but to actually value the body of Christ as a gift as that actually being the blessing, the hundredfold that we get to benefit from on this earth. Mind-blowing. Mostly because when you look at the church, I don't know about you guys, do you guys walk around the church going, oh, this, these people are such a blessing to me. I mean, we... Also times where you're like, ah, yeah. how can this be his plan? Because we're hard to live with. Right. I can testify. I'm hard to live with. My, my bride's an angel. It, it's difficult to be human people with selfish people who are being transformed by the grace of It is difficult to be in fellowship and to love one another. Right, because we have so many petty qua- uh, squabbles. Squabbles, there's the word. Squabbles. There's so many petty squabbles like... What type of music? What t- you know? What what is church? And so, how do we fit into this? How do we see this as a blessing and be grateful for this blessing, which is our brothers and sisters in Christ? 
in one of the passages, well, I think I think the what really hit me uh, this morning, part of what hit me this morning as I was coming in, was going back to G- Paul on the road to Damascus. In this process, that are looking at me, going, "That cannot be what God's talking about here." I I just even other blessings. I read the Old Testament and I see what He promises people, and we're going to talk about that in my closing comments. In that road to Damascus meeting with Jesus and Paul, Jesus says to Paul, why are you persecuting me? And they, he'd never seen Jesus. Right. Paul was persecuting the church. And Jesus specifically says, why of the church, a personal assault to himself. To the body of Jesus. So we are the body of Jesus. See, I don't look at the church that way often. Yeah. It's hard for me to see. And, and yet, in, in the reality of Mark, what a blessing that it is. What a gift that it is. Power of, by the power of the Holy Spirit is indwelling each one of us. And so in a little literal form, we're... Beginning of, of present time as it goes into eternity because we will be that body in the future. So this is a a holy, sanctified body, which is symbolic of the body of Christ, which starting now, active, participating, giving, loving, sharing in that now, and that will go on to... ...of that reality is the, uh, the passage in Ephesians that we had both grabbed a hold of and said, man, this is a good one. We probably need to, we probably need to look at this one um, today. So... I think it's through 14. 3 through 14. So 3 big, through 14. It's a big piece. Yeah. But it, 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 it's Paul explaining the blessings of the church, the blessing of the body. So follow along with me, if you would, uh, Ephesians chapter 1, 3 through 14. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. It's right there. In the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time, to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. We see in that text... All spiritual blessings, mm-hmm. 
We see in that text the blessed the blessings of the beloved. He specifically says this body, this bride of Christ, this body of Christ is the blessing from God that's been given to us. And then he references how the Spirit is the seal of the promise that we haven't quite taken a hold of yet. Yep. It's the be- it's a beautiful picture of the church, which for most of my I hated. I struggle with loving the body. I ab- yeah, absolutely. It has yeah. been one of the great challenges for me to see the blessing, the blessing yeah, in this, cool. the hundredfold. Yeah. Okay, I might be done. So, ouch! As you can admit, it wasn't just the um, Peter and the um, and his gang that were. Now, every day, because this is the blessing that was promised. And um, I feel like I need to repent. (laughs) I mean, seriously, if we're really honest, evaluate our hearts, how we see one another in the church, how we look at those who like different music than us or or even things you know obviously there's there's right and wrong there's there's theology that we've got to hang on to but but how we care for one another in the body how we love one another yeah putting on the i've been a blessing to yeah my brothers and sisters how you doing how you doing with your quarantine 15 right you know i mean i haven't even That's the contrast, right? Right, exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's, this is a huge, huge call to be that blessing and to, receive, and to view the others as that blessing. Sitting here thinking about this process with you, and I'm, in my own heart, I'm going, I wonder if this would be one of those things that's in hearts thinking it, that you're guilty of it, or if your heart's not thinking of it, you're guilty. I can't do I'm, this. I'm, I'm being convicted in my own heart. <laughs> this, is, this is too much. If yeah. I'm not loving people yeah. from a heart perspective, I can put on a pretty good show most of the time. Doing church. Doing church. Be, right. You know, faking, caring for people right. and, and all of those things. But if, if I don't really see the church as the body of Christ, if I don't see the people as I serve one another, as I care for them as the body of Christ, then I'm missing it. Not being the family of God who hears the word of God and does it mm-hmm. um, is, you know, that we saw Jesus saying about his mother and his brothers. This is my family. This is the hundredfold blessing. Yeah, and what? Cushion side <laughs> of what we what we've been wrestling with because right. we've seen in in the text we we watch in a culture. Where, where persecution, we've actually real, we've kind of reassigned it to say if anything I'm persecuted. Right, that anything gets my income stream or anything like that. But this is, this is a whole different type of persecution. Right, this, because it's, it's about the gospel in here. Yep. And, and the reality of how Jesus lived and how the disciples lived and how Paul In the face of my idea of blessing or my idea of persecution driving down the road in my new car 
and having somebody cut me off to where my tongue starts running. And maybe my tongue doesn't even, maybe it's just in my head. Yep. Maybe it's just words. That's not really persecution. And this isn't this, the kind of that is going on right in these days. Right. This, that's not, it, that kind of physical suffering is just the. Yeah, because we're not, at this point, we're not actually dying for the sake of the cross. That is with the blessing. In fact, it is the blessing because it even proclaim me, if you suffer for my name, your rewards will be great in yeah. heaven. That is a that is a future promise. Well, and and at this point, you know, maybe I mean, Yeah. into the process of recognizing the blessing of the church, because I, I've actually had testimony of people sharing with me how much they've realized how valuable our time together is now, right. because we haven't had it. And, and there's been people in, in the church who have really never valued the weekly gatherings of being together, getting to spend time together. They haven't seen it as being as important as what we're beginning to see it as. You really don't appreciate something until you don't have it. Oh. What we're talking about here is being followers of Christ, being disciples of Christ, with the promise to a future eternity. Experience until we get there. So th- this, is, this is one of those profound moments where he's trying to teach the disciples something so impactful, so meaningful, so deep, that it's paramount to their ability that's to come. Not years to come, yep. but the weeks and months that are going to follow this up. It makes me feel a little bit better about this because these disciples were exceedingly astounded and they're on Absolutely. the road to Jerusalem right now. They're on the, they're, they're ta- we're talking weeks, if not till, yeah. till Christ leaves them. Yep. And still, they're still wrestling with it. They didn't get it. So, so, so true. Well, we'll continue, you guys. We're going to continue to talk about this stuff as we go forward. Execution side, um, but I do want to encourage you and and challenge you to be in in your Bible. Uh, we're we're going to be continuing to go through this process. So, open up your Bible, read it, study it. You can go ahead of us. You can actually read ahead in Mark and figure out where we're going to go next week. It's it's not a secret, um, and so you can be preparing ahead of time. And please come and join us um, it, over the next uh, couple of weeks. Lord willing, it's going to be ending soon. And, and fellowshipping together and, and singing the roof off of this place. Um, and when, when we get to make some... Make some... Well, thanks, Steve. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. For... He did. But yeah. I feel like this week was just a real blessing and, for me. And I struggle with it. And this Absolutely. Was, this was, yeah. This was, yeah, it is a real challenge. Yep. Um, I'm going to actually share with everybody in my closing thoughts just kind of what God beat me up in my own heart coming to church this morning as we were preparing to share this. Um, I'm going to share that with everybody in our closing thoughts. So um, hopefully it's not too dis in the process. But it is great to have you. Thank you for joining us. And uh, please hang out for just. Closing, closing thoughts for this morning. So, Lord bless you guys.
Amen. Thank you, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning. I was uh, driving to church this morning just wrestling with this whole idea of persecution and God's blessing in our life. And I was uh, driving past the golf course when it hit me, and I just I thought, I'm not sure if I thought it or if, if God was asking me this question, but do I, do I in me live a life that's better than Jesus? And what I mean by better than Jesus is without suffering, without rejection, without being alone, for the sake of the cross. And um, the answer is yes. That's probably the reality, is that at some point, if I'm really honest, is that I I expect him to provide um, and And unlike the disciples who under...
Um, I was thinking through that whole process of, of the disciples, and, and as, they're pro- as they're coming out of this particular um, religious system of the law, that, that was really the right? The land flowing with milk and honey, that God would actually help them overcome their enemies blessing and peace in the land, and all of these immediate rewards if they lived in obedience to the king. Um, and, and so the times that I think, man, God, if, if you would just make my life better, if you would just fix these things, if you would just give me peace in this or give me boldness here or make this go better, it'd be easier for me to obey. And the reality is that that's not true. I think as we were learning as we go through the text, the obedience, the response to this is to say that with man it's not possible, but with God it is. And as Mary responded to the angel of the Lord who gave her a, a promise and a declaration that was too big for her to handle, too much for her to her response was, I am your servant. Do with me as you have said. And I believe that is our response to the Lord, even as we look at what it means to follow Christ, that it would cost us everything, and that he's promised us this, this magnify, this manifold blessing, a hundredfold blessing. Relationship with him, with persecutions. Our response to that should be that of Mary's. I'm your servant. Do with me as you have said. What does it look like for you and for me to live in obedience to Christ, to live blessing, to recognize the gift that God has given us in the body of believers, and to be joyful in the honestly believe that we really aren't suffering for Christ as many other believers do today on this earth. We live in a country where we are fat and happy and safe. And I think we to meet a godless eternity. Our shoulders. Because we're fat and happy and we've sat quiet. Father, I am your servant. Do with me as you have said. Should be our cry and our response to God this morning as we think about what it means to be his children and to recognize the blessing of the church, the blessing of the body, and what it means to follow. My prayer is that you would join me in this cry that that. that We would not continue to be a church that complains about preference of music or complains about the style of worship or complains about how long the pastor preaches or how short he preaches. Whether he wears the right clothes or doesn't have the right hair or whatever that is. But that we would turn our eyes to God and say, what would you have? What would it look like for me to be a follower of Christ? How can I be part of 
the hundredfold blessing that the Jesus is intended to be here today, now, at this time on all. What would your response be? I'm convicted that at times my life does not reflect that. So would you bow with me this morning? We're going to... So you can just pray right along with me as we, as I'm going to acknowledge and confess that I, I'm not who I want to be. I'm not who I believe God's called me to be. Obedience of how I'm living, even craziness that's happening in our world. Pray with me this morning, would you? Father, I want to first confess that I am selfish to the core and that I want things well, well done. To be covered, and I want um, a good retirement. I want good health care. I, I want all of those things. I, I even want my family to get along. I'd even like our church family to get along. Look, and I see what you went through as my Messiah and my Savior the, the, the pain, the suffering. The and then what the disciples testified that you did experience. And what we see Paul cut to the quick, I'm cut even to the deepest part of my heart to say, Lord, I don't know if I want to be that. I don't know if I really, really am willing to die to follow you. my heart, and it's not what I want it to be. Because when I read in your word, I see that there's an eternal blessing, there's an eternal hope. There is the blessing of being in your presence. And even this week, as I was convicted, that we are experiencing that blessing by being given the church, the body of Christ, the very person of our body. How poorly I have behaved as part of your body. How poorly I have represented you. How poorly I have loved your church. Father, I thank you for your forgiveness, and I thank you that you extend grace and that you are long-suffering with us. But don't leave us this way. Father, I am your servant. Do with me as your will deems best. Your will with your church, that we would be your body and we would be the light. Regardless of the cost, because we know the outcome, and you are perfect in all your ways. May you be glorified, and may God, I pray that you would take all the glory from your church, through your church, 
through your will and your purposes and use us to accomplish what it is you are doing during this time and for your kingdom purposes. We give you all the glory, Lord, and exalt your name and your name alone this morning. Amen. God bless you guys. We will see you next week.